Events have occurred in our nation and in our lives personally in the last year and a half. We have felt perplexed and at a complete loss for words. Many families have been deeply affected, and this nation, along with the rest of the world, are trying to make sense of it all. It is beyond understanding. It challenged us as believers in Christ to view these events through eyes of faith, trusting that God is the one in control, working all things out according to his purposes. We would have perished in our affliction, unable to endure and remain steadfast in the faith if we would have failed to keep our eyes on the Lord. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 119 verse 92 that if God's word had not been his delight, he would have gone astray, wandering about in a parched desert with no relief in sight and no hope of survival. The faithful promises of God's word brought him hope. In 1 Kings chapter 17, the Lord directed the prophet Elijah to pray that there would be no rain or dew for three and a half years in the land of Israel because of their spiritual apostasy. The king during this time was Ahab, who was known to be the worst king in the northern kingdom of Israel. During this period of severe drought, God instructed Elijah to hide by the brook Cherith, and he would provide for his needs daily. But as time passed, God was about to do another work in the life of Elijah and a certain widow. So God allowed the brook to dry and told Elijah to go to the city of Sarephath, a Gentile city, to meet a widow who God would use to provide for their needs. Elijah went to the city as told to him by the Lord, and as he reached the gates of that city, there was the widow whom God spoke of gathering sticks. He asked her for a little water in a cup. As she went to get it for him, he called her and asked also for a piece of bread. The widow responded and said that she had only a handful of flour and a little oil in a jar. She told him she was gathering the sticks so that she may go prepare the bread for her and her son, eat it and die, for she had nothing left to sustain her and her son. She was preparing for death, but God had another plan. Little did she know God was about to do a great work. God promised to provide, but Elijah had to depend on him for everything. God was teaching Elijah complete dependence on him. He would also show this widow that he is trustworthy and dependable, even in the worst of circumstances. Elijah encouraged the widow not to fear and to do what she said she would do. But he asked that she would first make him a small cake from the tiny amount she had and afterward make some for herself and her son. This seemed self-serving on Elijah's part, but God desired to teach this widow how to trust him even though she could not understand or make sense of it all. Even though this widow followed the instructions of this man of God, she may have wondered why would he ask this of her 
when she only had a little left for her and her son. The widow was at a crossroad as she had to decide whether to believe God would fulfill his promise or turn from it and perish. Elijah first told her not to fear before giving her further instructions. It has been estimated that there are over 365 commands in the Bible that say, do not fear or don't be afraid or fear not. It is one for each day of the year as a constant reminder to us. God stated this repeatedly throughout scripture because fear is our natural response in times of hardships. It is our default setting. However, what we do with our fear is the actual test. The psalmist David experienced fear many times and could state in Psalm 56 verse 3, When I am afraid, I will trust in you. He decided to trust God in the greatest moments of fear. When we make the decision to trust God, He gives us the grace to believe in Him and in His promises. In times of fear, trusting someone outside ourselves is difficult. So the first step of faith is turning to the Lord. As we experience His faithfulness during our troubles, we will grow in our trust in Him. We will learn how to first turn to Him in our most difficult times. Hearing and reading the Word and the faithful promises of God will cause our faith to grow. We can then be able to say, Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord Himself, is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation, as quoted in Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2. By faith, the widow trusted the promise of God given to her by the prophet Elijah. It was crucial for her to believe God's ability and power to fulfill his promise. She believed that the bin of flour would always be full and the oil in the jar would not run dry. Therefore, God fulfilled his promise. God has given us countless promises in scripture to prove that in his love and faithfulness, he will bring us through the greatest of difficulties for he is more than able to do exceedingly above and beyond all we can think or imagine. The widow trusted God even though she had nothing to go by but God's word. Therefore, God did as he promised. When she followed the instructions Elijah gave her, she and her household ate for many days, for the bin of flour did not empty nor the oil of jar run dry. The Lord has given us precious promises in his word, and in many of our trials, we'll have nothing else to hold on to but God and his word. The prophet Elijah and this widow's faith would be tested once again. After these things, the widow's son became sick and died. This happened after the season of God's miraculous provision for her and her household, which included Elijah. Why would God allow her son to die after he provided for them so that they would not die? 
the widow was so grief-stricken that she even blamed Elijah. She believed that God had punished her for past sins by allowing her son to die. She could not understand God was at work to show forth his power and glory on her behalf. Sometimes when experiencing trials, it may lead us to believe that God is looking upon us with displeasure and ready to strike at us. God is a loving and merciful God and does not look at us in anger, but with love and delight because Jesus had already paid the price for our sins by dying for us, taking God's wrath upon himself on the cross. The Bible states, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. He did not come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, his Son, who stands before the throne of God pleading on behalf of all those who come to him in faith. However, when we go astray and persist in our sins, in love and mercy, God will discipline us. He does not punish or condemn us for sins. The prophet Elijah was perplexed upon hearing that the widow's son died. So he immediately took the child from her arms and brought him to his upper room, laying his body on the bed and prayed fervently for the boy's life to return. He asked God why would he allow this tragedy on this widow who had provided for his needs. But Elijah was also learning that even though events happen beyond our understanding, God is doing a greater work in and through it. God answered Elijah's prayer and brought the son back to life. God uses events in our lives to grow our faith so we can learn to trust in him. He desires to change us inwardly, changing our priorities and our direction. After these two miracles, the widow's trust and faith in God increased as she acknowledged that the word of the Lord was indeed the absolute truth and therefore trustworthy. As we turn to the Lord and to his word, we learn that God is worthy of our trust, even when we can't see what he is doing. Are you at a fork in the road trying to decide whether to trust God or to give in to defeat? Perhaps God is leading you to take the step of faith towards him as you face current struggles. We can make the choice of placing our complete trust in Him, even when circumstances are beyond our understanding. In the Bible, God has proven countless times that He is faithful and trustworthy. Let me encourage you to allow God to have His way, and in due time you will receive what He has faithfully promised.